Speaking truth and levity with Candace and Jordan. Thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate your listenership. Tricky, tricky. <laughs> Nailed you know, it. It should be Jordan and Candace. <laughs> no, dude. But you like had like a pause, so you like knew how to get me. Oh, I got you. You totally did. Why I I don't I, I don't I'm sure we talked about this on one of the episodes, but why why can't it just be Candace and Jordan? Because it's so, you're the face. You're like, the face of it. I'm not. First of all, it's podcast, no face. Uh, second of all, it's not. You're the creator of the podcast. It doesn't exist know. without you. Third of all, it's just you know gentlemanly to be like Candace well, and Jordan. Okay. But I'm the older sister, so I'm the boss. And do you remember like um, <laughs> Trumped. Do you remember like the A team? Do you remember watching that? You're probably not. I do. No, I do. I do. I do. Do you remember there? The A team, you know, they're people and me. You can pretend like you're Hannibal, Murdoch, or Face, or even Uh B.A. Baracus. Each Uh one is an ace. I'm kind of ace, I guess, but I would think I would be more B.A. Baracus, but you're the face. You're the face (laughs) of the podcast. So if like we were going to be out there, like out in like the public eye, I'd be like, you do, you go ahead, take the interview. I don't think you would. I think you'd like me to start the interview and then you'd be like nudging me over, like nudging me over, like, I got this. I'd be like, it's my turn. Because that's so me. That's so me. We'd have fun. We'd have fun if we were just to put it out there for like the the people out there that are in the future going to interview us. <laughs> yeah. We would love that's it. Gonna, it will happen. Manifest. It. Manifestations. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. dude no, i've been oh been no it's busy. A, i've been, been busy i've been going man i've been usually i feel like i enter each and every podcast just with this just chill vibes emanating yeah. and uh i'm still I chill but it. it's like it's like i've been going going man. there's there's like some some shifting things with the foundation it's just a, basically my my email inbox is like i, I can't it's just too much. I'm hence Jordan I, and Candace just saying. <laughs> I was I was talking about um I was talking about this earlier um about how uh sometimes I have to I have to catch myself because as as my meditation practice has grown as like my 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 ability to to cope with stress and in all its myriad forms has grown, my comfort zone has expanded. I've sometimes I have to catch myself because now that I can weather more storms and handle more responsibilities, I fill up that space and like oh, I can handle all the stress. So just pile it on. And like the reason that I meditate is so that I can have this peaceful existence, not so I can manage more stressful situations. And so sometimes I catch myself in that like, OK, just uh, and if this was actually a really enlightening thing that was said to me um, uh I don't know necessarily how I want to phrase it for the podcast, but basically it was like, it was to the effect of how often do you say no, or do you feel comfortable saying no? And I really, yeah. really realized that I, that I, I don't, you know, and I need mm-hmm. to do that. And it's, so that's been a practice of me for the last few weeks, like no, and doing things, you know, that can bring, you know, that can serve the mission of the foundation, but simultaneously serve mm-hmm. the vibes and the mission of Jordan Lally. Like, instead of saying yes to every sort of, class offering or support group or opportunity or whatever like i have to be a little bit more selective because otherwise it just kind of you're overwhelmed yeah overwhelm yourself you can't overwhelm yourself and that's what i get to like because i don't Mm -hmm. because my ceiling of what actually is overwhelming continues to rise more the deeper i get into my practice i just 
you don't do you understand what i'm yeah, saying like oh, yeah. i'm like oh it's great that my comfort zone's expanded and i can handle a lot more but maybe i, I could I also I still could chill it. i couldn't do what you do i mean i, well, I don't know it's, it doesn't it's not it's not something i'm necessarily like proud of it's kind of the opposite I'm no like, but I, I really couldn't down, i couldn't dude. do that you know i couldn't do everything that you're doing because you're kind of doing a lot of stuff and and a lot of plates spinning in the air you ever seen one of those plate spinners yeah uh, yeah that's what it's kind of like when i was there last week you had like you know this class here and then you had to do this email here and then you had to do podcast here and then you it was like all these plates you had in the oh and then being a dad and then being like you know families visiting in town you know we took that plate and crashed it oh, that was awesome i like that but plate. that was a fun that was a I fun plate that. i dig but, that plate. but there are a lot of plates that you spin and you just kind of have to keep them all spinning or else one's going to fall and break so you have to keep spinning it you know well i you know really from watching dad all those years i i i don't i'm not going to live my life that way i need no. i need support and so like you know there's thankfully there is a big support system you know i just need to get more comfortable asking for that and like yeah. Candace is just, you know, saying this to the listeners, obviously I'm talking to you, but Candace is going to uh, start to do some, some more stuff with the foundation and particularly with our suicide bereavement support group and some other folks are going to be help. Um, I think it's like, for me personally, it's about recognizing what I, how best I serve and also what serves me. Right. Like I, just cause I can, and this goes for any, everybody, just cause you can do something doesn't mean you should, you know what I mean? And like, right. I can respond to emails very professionally i can handle myself as an right. executive director but i am not an executive director i right. i'm like a speaker a communicator a teacher a, a songwriter and that's that's what i gotta be so i mean we're actually hopefully looking to hire someone to help with some of the admin stuff because like it takes me too long to write emails right. i'm too and, and you're just with one words person stuff gosh can you imagine if it was me doing that oh i'm so wordy <laughs> and then and then you know mix in a little anxiety and then i overthink it and well, that same thing with a text even if i even if i just send you a text it's like ends up being like okay i'm gonna send, oh, that sounds stupid all right take that word off oh that's too long oh he's never gonna read that it's too long of a text okay shorten that text yeah and then I, sometimes i i put you on a separate thread than the family because i'm like he's not going to respond if we do this so you get your own special dedicated thread and then if i like decide to like talk a lot I'm like, he's never going to write back. <laughs> well, first of all, I appreciate that because when <laughs> I get to the family thread and there's 40 texts that I've missed, there's no chance I can read through 40 right. texts. And it's also just like, I mean, I love you all, but it's like you and Megan and Alexis and mom. It's just like, can I just, just say just my sisters and wife and mom talking like, I mean, I love you all. If but I ever on. send you a text, if I ever do, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I, I mean, I might not be like immediately responsive, but I'm pretty, I got to, there I, you are, or, I, I get back. or it's probably the funniest thing that you've seen in a long time. So you're going to benefit either way. Just, I try. just putting it out there. Okay. Can I, I can't hold me accountable to this. Cause this is something that I really think is, is perhaps the bane of my existence. When you send someone a really nice, thoughtful text, whether it's funny or, or, or insightful or whatever mm -hmm. and all they do is hit the like button oh yes like, no 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 like no. i i i at least will be like thank you or like i'll type at least a couple words i know it's short right. sometimes but i there there are there are certain folks in I'll, i won't say my life i'll say in our ethos who like who just yeah. like like who just will respond to something really heartfelt with a freaking like like just like, write just write thx thanks that's yeah. cool that works or 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 a, 
one letter. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on. I yeah. hate that. I hate at least, the K. At least give me the O. Give me the okay. Oh yeah, I want the okay. <laughs> Sometimes when when our sister like is like doesn't like our response to something, she'll put a few O's in there. So it's like O O O K. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, but the K drives me absolutely bonkers. I hate the K. That would be a really fun, like improv kind of game to like, <laughs> like interpret people's texts. Yeah. Like you, like you just, like we just, it was, oh, oh okay. And mm-hmm. was it really, it was like, oh, okay. Or is it, or is oh, it okay. 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 That's good. Read this like you're frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> or read this like you're happy. <laughs> what mood was I in today? <laughs> that's exactly why I am horrible at emails because I, right. I, oh, I anticipate the way the person might receive it. Mm-hmm. So then I overthink how I'm going to write it. So an mm-hmm. email that should take me five minutes takes me 15 or 20. 100%. I'm the same way. Ridiculous. 100%. And then, I, and then people that'll write and I'll be like, why didn't you even care about what I thought? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you didn't give as much thought to that as I gave to you, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes like I'll ask Tim, like, um, I'm stopping at the store. Do you want something? And he'll just write no. And that makes me so mad. I'm like, why do I get just a no? Like, just no, no, thank you. Or that was so sweet of you to think of me today. Like, I know you're busy and important too, but like, no. It seems so harsh. And I and I hear it in his voice going, no. No. Like, stop bothering me. You're annoying me today. That's what it feels like. Uh, I'm putting that out there. I know Tim listens out there. That's you need to put more than just two letters. I got I got an option for you, Tim. And this is what I do to soften all my no's and my okay's. <laughs> emojis. Uh, so instead of well, not emojis. Well, you emojis is an option, but instead of okay, okie dokie. Or instead of <laughs> instead right. of instead of no, nokie dokie. <laughs> you see, nokie dokie. I would I would handle that so much better. Exactly. Than no. Yeah. Then no. Yeah. It's, it's such a negative <laughs> word. No is negative. <laughs> No, um, I have no time for that negativity in my life. <laughs> Megan, Megan leaves uh, whenever she leaves the house, and like I'm home with the girls, and she has free time, and she's sipping a coffee. Whether she's at, whether not free time, whether she's at work or shop, you know, shopping at the grocery right. store, or whatever. She texts me so much. She calls and texts, and I'm like, I, I, I'm home with the girls. Like I, clearly, I don't have. What do you? I have no time. Oh my gosh, I do the same thing. And Tim's like, I'm working. <laughs> I, I'm with, I mean, but also like, you don't have the kids. That's why you're texting me. I have the kids and I'm working. Like, and then she's right. like, why haven't you responded? And then she said to me a couple of weeks ago, she started, you know, working a couple of days a week at Johns Hopkins. So she's uh, on campus there. And um, she said, to, <laughs> what did she say? I, oh, I can't remember how she said it. Like, like it was like, a, it was like literally three hours or four hours of texts. You know, nothing that needed an immediate response. And I really was trying to keep up with, Pema getting to school and work and all that stuff. Uh, and she said, like, with like tongue in cheek, she said, why don't you love me tenderly? You know, why can't you respond? Why can't you respond tenderly? And so to the day, since I heard that each and every day in the middle of her work day, if she's not here, I write text her, I love you tenderly. That's it. Even if I don't respond to her text, she gets that. In fact, I haven't done that today. So I'm going to text her right I now. I need to text her right now. Love you tenderly boom love it tenderly yeah oh that's awesome. love you tenderly megan love you tenderly <laughs> megan and i have the same like like thought patterns like i had this anxiety moment with her when i was up there um i had gotten a salad one night 
and it had been in the fridge and I would, it was like a large salad. So I thought, you know, we could all share it through the week because it was gigantic. And so she had messaged me. We, I was out with mom and the boys, we were shopping and I, so I wasn't really paying attention. So when I read something about a salad, I thought she was asking if I was going to eat it, if she could eat it. So my response immediately was, yes, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> but then I went back and read it and it was like, hey, are you going to eat this salad? If not, you know, um, you know, let me know, but let me know, are you going to eat this? And I'm writing, I write back, yes, <laughs> like a powerful <laughs> yes. That's coming. And then I, when I read it, I panicked like, oh my gosh, I sound like such a jerk. Like I'm demanding <laughs> this salad for myself. So I, I'm immediately sent like 15 texts or oh my gosh please don't hate me please, you know so in her mind she thought I thought she was asking if she was could throw it away uh-huh. <laughs> that's not what she was asking she wanted to eat it for lunch so she was worried that I was upset with her and I was, we're not like mad like we were just yeah silly but I even I think left you a message let Megan know she can have that salad <laughs> he did. I, now, I think now. Tim, Tim was putting up a ceiling fan I was like can you like let Megan know she can have that salad I felt like like the biggest jerk ever because Megan's the sweetest thing in the world like you want to uh. give her everything you have no matter what it is and I didn't even want the salad like it wasn't it was for everybody she didn't even have to ask me she just is Megan you know my computer's gonna die so. isn't it funny what oh, anxiety does like our yes. our I always love like exploring these kind of conversations, honestly, when you have like a situation between two people and after the fact, you talk about, well, this is how I perceived it. And this is how I perceived it. And it's like, you know, they can be so off the wall, like having nothing. Yeah. And it was texting. It was no wonder you like voice messages, voice memos better. I, and, I, and I know sometimes people don't like it and I know it's a little inconvenient, yeah. but it's, it's more efficient for me to say what I want. And it, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm saying I, I can get to the point. If you can just give me like one minute. This is the difference. You can get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. If you get a voice message from me, it will be like 500 squirrels ran by. <laughs> like, I'll be like, Oh, this, 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 and this squirrel. Oh, that, 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 that squirrel, this, this, this. And you'll be like, Oh my gosh, five minutes later. Well, I, I'm just I will, sitting here while you're talking about the same thing in a circle. Even yeah, you do. You've done that a time or two. <laughs> I, I I mean I know I do. I'll sometimes I'll start off a voicemail message to somebody like I apologize ahead of time for this ramble, but it's gonna happen because you can't check yourself. You know. I I I have been known to re-record voice memos to listen back to them. Yeah, because I, I, I am like, I am aware that it is not the most convenient thing for the receiver to get, like, especially if right. you're in the middle of something, you can't just read it. And so I do kind of want it to be right. a little bit efficient, but, but yeah, here, anyway. but I remember like when I was in the studio with you one day, look, I'm name dropping, like I was in the studio with you with Big Infinite, but uh, Jared mentioned that you're the one person that he likes getting voice memos from the producer engineer yeah engineer producer extraordinary and i and i was like yeah that's true there's something soothing about your voice when you leave a message it's like (laughs) oh you get like a meditation message in one you know i don't think it's true it's true i I doubt that was jared's intention i actually you know it's funny talk about perception when he said that to me since he said that to me i've only sent him one voice memo because the way my brain perceived (laughs) that was that's a little bit of passive aggressive like the hey jordan you know the only person i will tolerate voicemails from voice memos from it's you uh subtext could you please stop sending me voice no i didn't get because i don't like them yeah because i I, because i like them yeah well (laughs) 
there's a debate going on. I'll see. Here. I'll see him tomorrow. I'll be in studio tomorrow working on a couple projects. So, so I'm going to ask listen. him what his actual intention was. Was he really? I think he'll be honest yeah. with me. We've had many conversations about you know meditation, mental health, stuff like that. He, I think he'll be. I think he'll be honest with me. I'm going to. I think he will back. too, and I think I'll be right. <laughs> I think this is this will be out there. We're going to have to put it out there and let everybody know what the result was. The poll. The poll. Yeah, this right. Yes, Jordan, usually. right? Usually, <laughs> Jordan's anxiety and, and worry, or Candace's facts. <laughs> facts. It's true though. Like you, there's something about when you leave a message because you do. You get to the point. You say what you need to say, and that's that. And it's interesting. Like with me, it, it'll be like sometimes the same thing, and I feel like it's overexplained, and on and on and on, and it's like okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that your voice. I wouldn't say your voice. I wouldn't say your voice memos are not interesting. I would say that sometimes they're hard to follow, but but they're but they're captivating. But they're like you're in my brain for a second. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Yeah. (laughs) If I was brave, I'd be like find one and show everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like I'll tell some like like I'll tell like a serious thing and then it'll be like something inappropriate and then something serious and then I'll laugh and then I'll be like tell a whole story. I'm like wait a minute, I'm leaving a message and I'm I just jumped into my own head. (laughs) Megan just responded, "I love you even more tenderly." And I'm gonna respond. I love you, oh. tender, tenderestestly. There's so many ways I could have went there. <laughs> I love you, tenderestly. I win. How does that? How do you spell that? Uh, how? First of all, it's clearly not a word. The way I spelled it was T E N D E R E S T L Y. Tenderestly. Tenderestly. We can make up a song about it um yeah we we can if you want (laughs) (laughs) it could go so many ways you know makes me Uh, think of certain things and i can't (laughs) what does it make you think of candace well there's like there's like some movie or something and i can't say it now because i'll cut it out i'm gonna cut it out but they call like the private his tenderness don't, don't cut that out that's ridiculous what that, movie is that no don't cut that out where is that what what who that is yes that's it's like a tv be. show or something they called oh, it was friends it was friends they called it the dude's McConica business did. yeah maconica monica did you say maconica probably <laughs> well, we, we were the last podcast we sang if you knock the yell out of lally and i used with a single oh why i must have said i instead of like <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you're like did you just say i and then I'm like, oh my gosh i really did mechanica i am like it's like a thing yeah Lost it says it says okay by the way while we're at it a guy's thing is not called his tenderness that's what <laughs> that's what rachel says monica so when you said tenderly, I'm like, why does that make me think of something I shouldn't think of? <laughs> Tenderness. Uh, Thank you, friends. Watched you entirely too much in my life. Um, oh. Hey, Candace, how's meditation going? It's going pretty good. In fact, um, I believe Tim is going to, we're going to make it like a carve out like a little time every day. Like even yes. seven minutes or five minutes and we're just going to do like a quick meditation although i think it was one-sided where i said i think we should do this and i don't think he responded back about it but we're gonna do it because i'm gonna insist on it because he can give me five minutes seven minutes tim i'm i'm so proud of this decision that you have clearly made of your own volition 
that you are going to meditate uh, five minutes a day with Candace. That is a wonderful choice. And not forced at all. Uh, oh, you know, we did the uh, the challenge and um, I don't know if, if Jessica listens, but I'm going to give a shout out to Jess because she was, uh, you know, life happens and she was unable to keep up with the, the seven week challenge as it happened. But she's was just texting Megan recently and said, like, I'm up to week five. So she's like still powering oh, through, which that. is so cool. Yeah, I think that's I love that cooler, she's doing right? that. That's yeah. way cooler because because um, like I did it, but I wasn't consistent with it. Mm-hmm. And I would like be like one, one, four, 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 four. What is, wait, what's happening in, in your brain right now? <laughs> I can't tell you. So um, I want to know. <laughs> so anyway, so I would do meditations like one. And then I would do, I really liked like the body scan. So I stayed with that one for a while. And mm-hmm. so I like skipped over, but I wanted to go back and do them. In fact, I wanted you to run another um, seven week challenge where I was going to help facilitate it. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I would do it again and we could hold each other accountable, but I realized that you do not have to do it every single day. So if that commitment is hard for people to do it every single day, even though it's beneficial, you still will benefit for en- from anything. So I was maybe maybe three or four times a week, I was mm-hmm. doing a meditation too. And by the end of seven weeks, I was able to like fully meditate awesome. at one yeah. time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like the pressure of doing it every day, like you don't even have to like have that pressure, but you will find that you will crave it by the end of seven weeks. So just, yeah. you know, give it a shot, you know, even if it's like a minute, even if it's just breathing. I think, for a yeah. Minute, just do something every day. Yeah, consistency is everything don't set up some big expectation i gotta meditate 20 minutes every day and if i miss tuesday then i failed it's not all or nothing just like candace is saying do do a few times a week do one minute every morning and definitely i mean there's uh to a large degree establishing a meditation practice is like success in that regard is predicated upon working it into your normal routine so brush teeth and then i meditate for five minutes or roll out of bed and i meditate for 10 minutes or drop the kids off at school i meditate for one minute you know like whatever just something that you do every day tie it to that before or after and just make it a routine and then it'll just start to grow from there right it's it's awesome yeah it's really awesome awesome sauce awesome sauce i heard this um song the other day um and, and I think it's a TikTok thing, TikTok alert, TikTok alert. But you know how like we're trying to whole thing with truth and levity is to really um, talk about mental health in in just a normal conversation. So this song played, and I was like, you know, she's really talking about her mental health, and kind of it's kind of like, hey, do you, does anybody else feel this way? And I thought it was pretty cool. And so whereas one person might think, oh, this song is really dark. It, it is a truth and I felt like that and I'm sure many people have so here's some of the lyrics like it's called numb little bug it's okay. it, her name's M Bayhold is the singer song whoa whoa I'm sorry say that again what's M, her name M Bayhold okay you know I thought I just thought you said a-hole <laughs> no 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 we didn't mean that M <laughs> no I don't <laughs> Yeah, no offense. I just could like was certain that you just said a hole. I'm like, this that's a that's a hole. M a hole. I like that's a. I mean, I'm sure she's a beautiful yes, song. Yes, I am. That's a tough last but name to live not. with. I guess it is. I, in fact, I even in my anxiety, I looked up, I googled how to pronounce her last name. And how do you pronounce it again? Say it again. Behold. Okay, hold. Yes. There's a D there. That helps. 
<laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Uh, oh my gosh, you're so bad. Ten- <laughs> you're laughing so hard he can't even hear you there's a d there okay <laughs> that helps so it's, it's a, so it's 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 a hole but then there's a d yes okay right there at the end of the a hole <laughs> Now I understand. Thanks for clarifying. Now I'm not clear. I'm clarifying. This is probably sweet little girl. Uh, I'm sorry. That wrote okay. this, this no, heartfelt song reframe. about her own mental. Okay, let's begin with a very clear pronunciation. All that is rescinded. No offense taken. I mean, I, I'm sorry if you took offense. Apologies. Uh, we're going to start again from scratch oh. with Candace's very clear pronunciation. Put the fence back and take a gate. <laughs> what is I have literally no clue what that means. You said I'm no no fence taking. Taking oh. <laughs> they put the fence back and take a gate. It's so bad. What? It's like so a bad. Gate, a gate for a fence. Oh, you continue to explain it. It doesn't make it any better. No. <laughs> it's just, you know, one of those quick things that just come out of my brain. All right. Well, now we gotta bring it serious. So the chorus of this song. Yes. Okay. I have, to, but I have to say this without laughing. The chorus of the song written by, is this a, like a recording artist? Who yes, I assume. I just found, I just listened to it. And so yes. I looked up the lyrics today and I was like, wow, like this, I mean, some might perceive this to be dark, but I think some of us have really felt this way okay. in our lives, you know, like, yeah. um, and it's, and I think the more we talk about it, the the better it is because if you're having feelings like this, it's okay to talk about it. Doesn't mean that you're doomed. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's called Numb Little Bug. But okay. the chorus is um, Do you ever get a little bit tired of life? Like you're not really happy, but you don't want to die. Like you're hanging by a thread, but you got to survive because you got to survive. Like your body's in the room, but you're not really there. Like you have empathy inside, but you don't really care. Like you're fresh out of love, but it's in the air, my past repair. And I was like, whoa, like Like, that is just, oh, it just got, and it's everything is just, every word of this is so good. Even talks about like the medication, like have the, is the, are the pills making me numb? Like, is it, you know, what is it? But we're, everybody's like in this constant state of confusion and that, that is dealing with like a mental illness, depression, anxiety, like this confusion you feel and you wonder if you're going to get better. And if you, you wonder if you're going to heal and is it this causing it or is that causing it? You know, where's the light at the end of this tunnel? But by speaking about this, I, I felt so strong that I had to share it because um, like what the, the, the prescriptions on its way with a name I can't pronounce and the dose I got to take, boy, I wish that I could count, you know, like yeah. there was a time where I had a doctor prescribe like four different things for me. And, and I just remember just feeling like it, kind of robbed me of who I really was like do, do I even know who I am you know so there whereas you know I I personally am on medication still um I'm not on that dosage that I was that it wasn't really checked in with me like 
is this yeah. right for her? Is this something that's going to help her? No, it just kind of took away my, who I was, the essence of who I was for a really long time. One was like a, um, I can't even think of what it was, but it, it was, it was kind of scary for a minute because I was like, why are you keep giving me stuff when I'm not feeling better? Why do you yeah. keep giving me? And then I was on this one medication and I switched doctors and she said, oh, I don't feel comfortable giving you that dosage. And I had been on this for like five or six years. And I said, well, you know, that's what, that's what I've been on. And I almost got angry. And mm-hmm. she said, no, you could have a stroke. Like wow. something could happen to you yeah. five or six years. And doctors are not talking to each other. They're just signing the paper. I mean, how great for her to help me. We slowly lowered the dose. And I'm on like a normal dose of it and I've been fine, you know, ever since. But for five years, I was so severely over medicated and I didn't even know it. My blood pressure was through the roof, like everything. Didn't know why. Thank you so so much for giving voice to that, because I think that that when it when it comes to medication, there's like this. It's seems to be like this all or nothing, like you're either 100 percent for medication and give give me everything you got or you're anti-medication. But like you know, there's a middle way, right? right. We, you can, you can, you can, and, and we mentioned this before in the podcast, medication and meditation are not mutually exclusive. They can right. go hand in hand. And go in fact, like um, my journey probably revolved more around self-medication than, than actually prescribed medication. The only medication I've ever been prescribed was for the anxiety that I would have when I would go on stage. But when I started meditating, I still took uh, clonazepam to get on stage. And, and then I continued meditating. And then I, didn't need the clonazepam anymore but it wasn't that i like ripped it away or if like if you're telling someone like try try some meditation that they then all, all of a sudden have to be you know 100 holistic and right. no like they can go hand in hand and, and you know sometimes medication is really helpful for uh you know kind of more immediate short-term relief and meditation can really give long-term healing right. but i just think it's really amazing that you can give voice to your experience with medication and not be, you know, in, in your story there, you kind of expressed that maybe initially you were a little defensive, you know, or like, I've, yeah. been, I've been taking this for six I've been years. Taking, like, what are you trying to do to me? There you is know? that like mentality sometimes with people that are on medication, like, don't take this away from me, but we yeah. can just have an honest conversation about it because what you just expressed, I have heard from, I cannot begin to tell you how many people inside my meetings with in class settings and otherwise, and just friends and family that they're like, so medicated that they lose themselves. They, yeah. you know, they like lose all touch with their heart, with their emotional side, with their feeling, with their, with their bodies. Like it, it can, it can, medication has the potential to, to create the very same problems that it's initially intended to alleviate. And we saw that largely unfold with dad where mm-hmm. he was depressed, got medication. It helped him in the short term, but ultimately it, it was largely unhealthy, especially mm-hmm how it was prescribed and the, and the lack of oversight and the lack of communication between doctors. Um, anyway, but, but it doesn't mean the medication oh, no. is bad inherently. It means it can be really helpful for some people and they can also meditate. But do you and remember? Why not? And I remember specifically the, the number of the podcast because I went through it and it's one of those things that's a core memory for me now, but season one podcast 10, I, I was very candid about my depression and um, I was in a very deep, depression and if you listen back to that I cried through it and um, it was you know it's sad but I was in a very deep depression I was very honest and real with everybody but I had stopped taking my medicine because I thought that I didn't need it 
-hmm. even after all these years and you know I've been down that road before I thought you know I've really been meditating I've been doing this podcast for you know such a long time you know I'm, I'm I've just been doing great. I don't think I need this. And so I just kind of weaned myself off of it. And I thought, I don't need it. But there's something in my body that needed it. Some serotonin yeah. that it needed it. And that's okay. And so I had to build back up and take it again. But um, but you, you'll hear it very real if you ever want to hear what it's like to just stop taking it and feeling like you don't need it. It was very real. And, and now I just, you know, I just kind of make sure I take my little pill but I make sure I kind of support the effort with meditating or, or you know talking you know talking about it doing something creative uh, you know I'm never going to be perfectly better I don't think I think it's just going to be an ongoing struggle for the rest of my life just because it's part of my DNA and maybe some miracle will come of everything or maybe you know I'll get so. to a point where I can but that's okay because it makes me who I am and it's something more that I need to learn about myself or, or maybe to help somebody else, you know, your, you go through this because your, your self-love, your self-worth doesn't need to be dependent on the level of medication you're taking or not taking. Right. It doesn't need to be dependent on the amount of money you're making or not making, or the amount of who you're dating or not dating. Like a self-worth, uh, as was very eloquently expressed to me years ago is inherent. It is our birthright to feel good and well and whole regardless of all those conditions. So right. that's why I think more than anything, why meditation is necessary, because I think it's just a great act of self-love that we give ourselves that time each and every day. And we remind ourselves that we're worth it. We're worth right. stopping the devices and the distractions and everything and just to be with ourselves, even when we're freaking miserable or anxious right. or whatever. Can we just sit with our misery? Can we sit with our anxiety? Can we sit with our stress and like still be there in like this loving presence? Right. Think about it. When was, if you don't meditate, if you, if you're not quiet with your own thoughts, when was the last time you really sat there with just yourself and had your own conversation where you were there with your own, with your own self? Like I've talked to myself, but I've talked at myself. There you go. Right. You're you not know? listening. <laughs> I'm not listening. Not listening. So, yeah. so try, try to like sit there, close your eyes and just have a conversation and just see what comes up and you will be without realizing it meditating and it's kind of cool because you know you kind of get your own like conversation trail and when you're leaving somebody a message i understand it whereas jordan might not <laughs> i i my, the meditation is just listening right. to yourself being willing to listen to feel that's it that's feel. i feel like all, all these years and like that's what i could Anything that I ever taught anybody could just be right. narrowed down to listening and feeling, right. whether it's to the to the noise, to the silence, to the aches and pains, to the feelings of wellness, to the emotional uplift, the emotional heaviness. Right. Like just listen and feel listen and, and feel carve it. out that time. I think feel it um, all and let it go. I, I like yeah, I love that. I love that sentiment. Do you do you have time for a little levity? I have. So uh, we have been so consistent, or at least ballpark consistent with 47 minutes. I think that we might need to, to alleviate or, or deviate from that consistency today and just wrap it up with a quick little levity, knowing okay. that Emma might barge in any moment. Candice, uh, five things that fall from space. Go. Craters. One. Ears. Two. 
pterodactyls. Three. <laughs> Tiny toenails. Four. Ah. <laughs> Earmuffs. Five. These are five things. That is what your brain <laughs> associated brain. with space. That's my brain. All those things. All right, Jordan. Five yeah. new pet species that fell from space. Oh, uh, the schmash. One. The garbanzo bean. <laughs> Two. The um, of course, the lala woo. <laughs> Three. <laughs> um, the ass. <laughs> I was trying to like shorthand asteroid, but it just became the ass. Um, uh, the star <laughs> star sphincter. Oh gosh. <laughs> I swear these are that's all like, that's the cutest little pet species I've ever seen in my life. The star sphincter? Oh, I love that star sphincter. He's so cute. Give me a little star sphincter. <laughs> uh, um, I think that's five or the, the woo goo. <laughs> I like it. I like it. The woo goo. The woo goo. We um, need somebody to draw that. Uh, your your five things are so much more fun. I got to come up with a fun one. I don't know. Me. I think yours are pretty. I'm like, pretty give fun. me five. No, I mean the category. Like you made you made it perfectly like silly just, for me, and I was like, give me five things that actually will fall from space. And, <laughs> um, Seventy-seven degrees per miles per minute. I piggybacked um, off that. Uh, Candace, <laughs> what are you laughing about? Seventy-five miles per minute. You <laughs> did like a really good alien voice. Hey, well, that was my scientist voice. So thanks. <laughs> oh, scientist alien. Oh, yeah, so scientist alien. Comes from space on a trajectory of. Blah, 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 blah. And then he started. Alien. He started scatting. Scientist alien. Scoop it up, 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 and now he's Trump. Scientist Ooh. alien. It's huge. Five thousand <laughs> points of light. I know you have an accent. Hey, hey forget about. Do you know when know. you did your uh, accent? Oh, who was the comedian I thought you sounded like? That when you did your English accent. Go ahead and do that. Hello, love. Yes. Hello, oh Gunna. my gosh, who is he? Who is he? Who is he? The, the guy that he he was married to Katy Perry. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He's like a he does like meditation and yes and yogi stuff. He's funny. I like him. I don't know. I like him. I like him. I don't, know, his, I don't know his name though. Russell Brand. You Russell sounded just Brand. like him when I was Hello, love. <laughs> and just uh, make it make it a little bit higher. Hello, love. Hello. Let's go cheeky. And you're like, oh, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's just dance in the nude. Hello. (laughs) Let's just dance in the rain with the sun shining from our offices. Hello. Our star sphincters. From our star sphincters. Let's open our star sphincters to the greatest star of all, the sun. Lovey. Do you know that that's like, that's a meditation that people do. Yeah, you, you, I think you, you said that to me and said, Jordan, please don't ever do this. And it was apparently it's a, it's a holistic practice where people go outside uh, with their clothes off and they just uh, aim their sphincter at the sun. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's real, a real thing, thing that, <laughs> Jinx, ah, it's it a is. real, it's people a real really thing. do that. Um, I'm like, please don't do that, Jordan, please. I, I can honestly say on this Truth and Levity podcast that I have never done that. When I do, I will tell everybody. It will, it will be on here. No, I will. I will tell you. Oh. And then we'll be like, okay, yeah, no, we need to have some sort of intervention, <laughs> Jordan. 
Intervention like, time with Jordan. We were with you right with the cold showers. You were pushing. Okay. We were fine. We were there. But once you started, you know, you know, staring your sphincter at the sun, we're we're but out. But literally, we're done. And speech. like, if you just picture it. No, I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to picture it. Legs in the air and everything. So the sun beams directly went. There's a position in yoga called happy, what is it, happy baby, where you, yeah. you lay on your back and you grab your feet and you're just kind of, you're just wide open to the world. And that's, that's what it is, baby. <laughs> what but, are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I gotta, I gotta stop this nonsense and go be a parent. So let's yes. do, uh, let's do our wise words. Close it out, if you will. Wise words. Wise words. Wise words. All right. Is that the first word? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you. The sunshine. <laughs> Will always hit your sphincter. Face. Face. Ah. I want you to say face. No way. The sunshine no way. will be always be at your face. It will never no. be at the sphincter. It will always hit your sphincter. Never, never. Yeah. A sphincter says what? Hmm? <laughs> I love that you almost kind of said it to yourself. You said a sphincter says what? Hmm? <laughs> what you did almost... you say it like what? I know. I know what you wanted. I watched Wayne's World too. Um, all right. Uh, I got to go be a parent. I think all we right. might actually have come up near 47 minutes. I think and, we did. Uh, when I add the music on it, it does. Okay, and for whatever remaining time uh, we have, Kenneth is just going to leave you all a, a very <laughs> thoughtful voice, voice memo. Uh, we appreciate you, you guys listening. Please comment, subscribe, whatever you do, do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. Are your bottom teeth straight? Yeah, my teeth are straight-ish. And you've never had braces? No. I had braces for three years, and my bottom teeth are so crooked. Oh, sorry. See, I gave all that to Jordan. <laughs> I gave all that to Jordan. Well, I, I've already said that before, but you're welcome. Just like, um, you're welcome. Yeah, sure. Ain't, ain't no thing. You got it. Absolutely. Happy to have the straight teeth. The sacrifice I made up there. Straight teeth, smiling at my friends and family, sphincter <laughs> pointed at the sun. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. Maybe maybe we get more subscribers if there was just a picture of, of me and happy baby pics. You know, obviously not a graphic picture. Maybe if we hit a certain how number. Did this, <laughs> how did this whole podcast somehow become about a-holes? Because from I that, said from that, that wonderful sweet girl. song From that wonderful song. Yeah. All the way through. What is wrong with us? There's something severely wrong with us, but that's Sorry. why we do a mental health podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome all to right. our world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. All right. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen the visual of that. Um, all right. For real. Gonna go. Uh, appreciate everybody listening. Love you, Candace. Peace. Adios, everybody. Adios.